Hi, I'm Vicki Vincent, Director of Alumni Relations for Darlington School. Welcome to the Darlington Podcast. Today, we are joined by Jenny Wright, Darlington Class of 1999 and Leadership Darlington 2016. Jenny is a former boarding student and has participated in Career Day, served on the Alumni Council, and of course, gone through Leadership Darlington. She lives in Washington, D.C. and works for the Committee on Science, Space, and Technology for the United States Congress. Uh, Thank you all for joining us today. Welcome to the Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia. Join us as we take a look inside and outside our classrooms and connect with students, teachers, alumni, and more. Thank you for joining us today, Jenny. How are you? I'm doing great. It's good to be here. Great, great. It's good to see you. You've um, been such a great volunteer for us. It's kind of fun to to have this opportunity to catch up. Um, As you know, we have been celebrating 100 years of boarding this year. And since you were a boarding student, I'd love to uh, have our listeners know more about your boarding experience and your Darlington overall experience. So let's go back to the beginning. How did you end up at Darlington? And uh, what all were you involved in as you were a student? Yeah, I um, ended up at Darlington because of the family history that we have. Um, My grandfather, father, uncle, and sister all went. um, And so I was the uh, fifth person to attend from our family. And my um, grandfather's family is from the Rome area. So um, always have strong ties to Rome and uh so yeah um and then while I was at school I did some JV cheerleading I did JV tennis tour guide um uh resident assistant among uh, I'm sure a few other clubs I'm forgetting <laughs> <laughs> well you mentioned that family legacy so and that longevity here at the lakeside um can you share a little bit more about how you mentioned your grandfather was from Rome so obviously he started the tradition was your dad a boarding student yeah so um yeah they were all boarding we were all boarding students ah. my grandfather was from the his um, father was born and raised in Rome, but I, uh, my grandfather was born in Atlanta and lived, grew up in Atlanta. Um, and so we still have a lot of, um, distant relatives, um, in Rome, any kind of right, or I think related to the Ledbetters and the Heights, <laughs> all, all of those people. So, um, so yeah, the Darlington's been a part of the fabric of my life, uh, my whole life. I grew up uh, my uncle was a very good student. Um, he was a proctor. I think that's what they called the um, RAs back in that time. And, you know, good student. And then my uh, my father, who was younger, um, according to my uncle, came to Darlington and ran the mafia. <laughs> <laughs> my father uh, liked to see how he could get around the rules more than, you know, studying. And so I grew up hearing a lot of fun stories and um, just thought Darlington sounded like a great adventure. And I've always wanted to go. Um, I love that. Yeah. And um, I, I'm sure my parents probably wish I had not gone because they would have saved a lot of money, but I know that they are um, happy with the education I received and the experience I had and um, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't trade the experience for the Was world. Was it unique having your sister here at the same time? 
Yeah. So she was a senior when I was a freshman and that class, that those two classes were joined by a lot of siblings, um, which was kind of fun. Um, the cat Biondo and Patrick Biondo, um, Barrett Carden and his sister Bentley. Um, so there was a lot of, um, just kind of getting to know each other through our siblings <laughs> friendships. Oh. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, kind of a the start of a kind of a shift between my sister and I's relationship um because we were both away from home and um you know seeing each other more as friends at that point than we you know not the typical sibling bickering and stuff like that started to fade and the friendship was kind of started growing from there oh that's really special I love that yeah love that well um what would you pull from your Darlington academic experience that uh, has been useful to you? You mentioned your parents investing in your education. Uh, what would you say was your um, most useful academic skill that you took from your Darlington experience that you use, whether it's professionally or personally or maybe both? Yeah, I um, I would say one of them is probably just hard work. Um, my mom um would be the first to tell you before I went to Darlington I was she the use, word she used was a lazy student <laughs> um and uh I was in one of the best school districts public school districts in uh, Georgia and was in advanced classes um and was making A's high B's but really not having to work for it it was it just um school was just came easy to me and then when I went to Darlington, I was in those same advanced classes with people who had, especially the day, you know, the day students who had come through um, the lower school and middle school and just was very behind um, and realized that if I want to continue being a, a good student and getting good grades and um, I needed to work a lot harder. <laughs> and so, yeah, and it, it didn't hurt that in you know as a boarding student you get those um study hall hours every night um which helped a lot because i like i said i wasn't really a big studier before and so um and that's really translated to um what i do now um was before in the senate and now in the house is there's a lot of <laughs> long hours a lot of hard work um to get to where you want to be um and where you're trying to get your boss to be and getting legislation passed. And so that was probably, that's probably the biggest thing is learning how to knuckle down and, and get the work done. Um, other things are, you know, being a dorm student, you're in, um, you know, you're on a hall and in a dorm with a lot of different people from a lot of different places with a lot of different experiences. And it's not unlike being in Congress and trying to um, navigate all of that and come to a consensus and work together. And so there's um, a lot of people skills that you learn at Darlington that have been um, really helpful here. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's just a couple of the ways, but I mean, there's a lot uh, problem solving, uh, you know, Congress, is mostly viewed as very antagonistic and nobody agrees on anything, but there's actually a lot that gets done on a bipartisan basis, but you know, the news is really only focused on the big major issues. Um, 
but you, you see in Congress that there's a lot of people that want to get to the same place, but they want to go about it differently. And it's finding that middle ground of where we can both get to that place and you get what you want a little way, part of the way, and the other side gets what they want part of the way. But you, in the end, you get to that final um, destination and you um, I'm working on the committee that I work on and that I worked on in the Senate, the Armed Services Committee, it's, they're both very bipartisan. And so um, we're always getting legislation through um, in these times that people think that nothing gets done. Yeah, you probably, those skills from being an RA and, and uh, negotiating roommate issues back when you were <laughs> a dorm yes. student, come yes. handy probably. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's that's a really, really <laughs> amazing how life just uh, takes those skills you learned as a as a kid yes uh, translate that into your to your work life um can you describe for us uh who your uh, probably favorite teacher was or maybe favorite classroom experience yeah so i, I probably have a lot <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I could be here for a while um my favorite teacher and i I was actually texting with her today because it's her birthday is uh, Mrs. O'Mara. Oh, wow. uh, I know this will, you know, be published later, but today is her birthday. So happy birthday to her. And um, so art was kind of uh, a refuge in the middle of, uh, you know, the stressful academic <laughs> environment and advanced classes and uh, honors classes I was in. So um, art was always kind of um, the calm in the middle of the storm, <laughs> and she was a, a big part of that. Um, and then um, I loved that um, I had Mr. Awesome and Mr. Somerville because my father was taught by both of them. Um, I remember meeting Mr. Awesome, and he knew exactly who my father was. And <laughs> as I it's said, the mafia he, stories, yeah, yes, he was <laughs> kind of notorious. And he said, I trust that we're not going to have the same problems with you that you, we had with your father. <laughs> and I said, no, as, ma as much as I, you know, loved hearing the stories, I was very much more um, tended toward things like my uncle followed the rules, got yeah. studied, got good grades. <laughs> um, so, yes, we did not, Mr. Elsman did not have to worry about me. <laughs> good. Um, and then Mr. Somerville was one of my favorite classes. Um it just, I always loved going in there and it, it was, um, honors AP English or no, just AP English and, or not, I'm sorry, not English. What was it? Um, American history. And, uh, everybody would just be writing, writing, writing everything he said. And I would be, you know, actually listening to him and he has such a dry sense of humor and he was so funny and no one was catching it <laughs> except for um, Camilla Yamada was in my class and she and I would like look at each other and just like start laughing and people would look up from their note taking and be like, what? And we were like, you just missed like a really great joke. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Somerville would look at us with a twinkle in his eye and be like, Aww. I'm glad somebody caught it. <laughs> Excellent. So I, it was always a kind of fun going to his class because you never knew what you were going to get. Um, but yeah, I had some great teachers. Mrs. D, um, she taught me math and then she was um, the dorm mother at Trapeer and 
um, she made math a lot of fun and I would never have said that before. <laughs> um, and so I always enjoyed going to, to her classroom and then she made, um, Trapeer a home and she was the head dorm mother and, um, it was always there for us. And she was just a really great, um, teacher and, and kind of parent figure while we were home away from home. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Um, Very but yeah, good. there's a min- there's a million. I could go on Carswell, Coach Bell, <laughs> Mrs. Waddell. There's a million of yeah great um, administrators and teachers that have been at Darlington. Yeah, yeah. You were you were there with some really legendary teachers. Um, yes. Some of the really old time ones, and then some of the modern legend teachers. Yes. Teachers. So you had a good you had a good mix of people. Um, tell me about one of your favorite dorm stories. Dorm life's so unique. And it's, yeah. since it's a hundred years, tell us one of your favorite dinner stories. Yeah. So um, my freshman year, I was in um, persons and, you know, we did a lot of cool things. Um, one thing is they let us paint murals on the wall. And um, I don't know if they're still there. I think they've been painted over. Yeah. But I had a mural that I did that was up for several years. And um, that was a lot of fun and a really cool experience. And then I think we did a haunted house for the school and um, that was a lot of fun. But then I spent three years in Trapeer um, and the thing that I remember most about Trapeer is just um, we did a lot of late night studying and quotations. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was this um, kind of light at the end of the, each hallway that you could tell when the um, the alarm for the dorm had been set. And that meant that whoever was on dorm duty, um, whichever teacher it was, they had gone to bed for the night. <laughs> and so somebody would go to the bathroom, see that the light was on, and then the word would get out that we could get up and, <laughs> um, <laughs> and hang out. Um, and sometimes it lasted, you know, all the way to you know, we'd be up all night long. Sometimes we'd go to sleep at three, four in the morning. Um, and that was just a lot of fun. We just hung out and talked. We wrote paper. Usually it was because some, you know, big paper was due the next day or uh, exam. And so we would just stay up and just sit together and study and talk and make mixed tapes. <laughs> <And, laughs> Those mixed tapes. Yes. Your, what, what music do you remember uh, being one of oh, the favorite dorm ones? Uh, we listened to a lot of Dave Matthews and Almond Brothers and Van Morrison and um, just kind of all, all it was kind of uh, the classics were really big when I was at Darlington. And um, one night in particular that stands out and we always talk about it. And it actually came up on a trip that I took with some um, friends recently is uh it was three in the morning and we were all sitting out in the hallway um, on the floor and we see something out of the corner of our, our eye and down the hall like three mice ran from one room to another and we're like oh my gosh like this was senior year we'd never i'd never seen mice before and we were like oh my god oh my gosh and we went and um to the room that they went into to like alert <laughs> <laughs> the, the girl that was in that room hurt because and her roommate we knew was out of town and um so we go into her room and we're like we wake her up and we're like oh my gosh oh my gosh there's mice in your room 
And she was all confused. And she's like, what, what? And we're like, mice. And she goes, oh, oh, it's okay. They're for the snake. <laughs> and we freak out. We jump on her roommate's bed. And we're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> her roommate apparently had a pet snake in the dorm under her bed. And, um, and so when the roommate came back, uh, one of uh, us, I won't say who went up to her and was like, that snake is going to be gone by tomorrow. Or, you know, we're turning you in <laughs> because none of us want to live with a snake on this hall. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, the snake, I don't know how long it had been there before, but it, it was gone within a couple of days after. We oh my gosh. <laughs> oh. <about> it. <laughs> so, we were just uh, lucky that snake didn't get out. <laughs> I know. I'd rather the mice than the snake. Oh so. my goodness. <laughs> Well, you talked about living in Trapeer and um, persons. What, what about your favorite location on campus? Um, Trapeer parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Trapeer parking lot. That was just the place you went right after school and you made plans of what you were going to do for your break uh, before you had to report for study hall. Um, at your ten o'clock, at the ten o'clock break after study hall, you all congregated there and hung out for the twenty minutes before you had to go back for check in. And um, Trapeer parking lot was just kind of <laughs> the meeting up place. But um, yeah, I also loved you know the art studio. Um, like I said, it was kind of a, a refuge. Um, I loved uh, painting and drawing and. Um, that was always kind of a, a nice relaxing time to be in there. And then, you know, the Cove and the school store, um, just general hangout places. But yeah, Toronto Trapeer parking lot in the art studio. <laughs> <laughs> I think they still like to hang out in the Trapeer parking lot. Okay, good. I'm glad some things have not changed. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Even though the building of Trapeer is not here anymore. I know. It's so that. sad. It's sad that somewhere you lived for three years is gone. <laughs> yeah. Well, the arch is still there, which is cool. Yes. yes. Which is cool. So tell us a little bit about after Darlington. I know that um, you went to Georgia, and then obviously you have a law degree with what you do for um, your career. But go ahead and tell us a little bit about how that came about. Yeah. So um, – I think after um, four years of paying for Darlington, my parents <laughs> told me that I needed to stay in state or find a scholarship <laughs> um, because of the Hope Scholarship. So I applied, and both of them went to Georgia. So I grew up, you know, uh, I've been a lifelong Bulldog fan. And uh, so, yeah, Georgia was pretty much the only place I applied to and uh, went and had a great four years there, tried to stretch it out, but uh <laughs> Hope scholarship only pays for four years. So my parents were like, unless you want to find a way to pay for it yourself, uh, <laughs> you're graduating. <laughs> yeah, wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. And then I worked for a couple years at Atlanta and decided to go to law school and um, went to a small private school in, in Midtown where I could work during the day and go at night, um, which was a terrible idea. I do not recommend that to anyone. <laughs> Um, your first year of law school is hard enough, uh, throwing a 40 hour a week job and top of that is, um, very stressful. Um, but yeah. And then after law school, I moved to Texas, um, uh, took the bar in Texas, lived in Austin and was, uh, an, 
a research attorney for a couple of years. And, um, but ever since I, I grew up, my dad um, listened to talk radio growing up. And so I was always very aware of what was happening in Washington, DC and, um, and kept that up even, you know, kind of a, a hobby <laughs> was reading about the politics of what was going on in Congress and the presidency. And I just figured after um, two years and um, my mom passing away unexpectedly that life is short and I should be doing what I want to do. And so I packed up and moved to D.C. and got a master's in law, what they call an LLM, at American University here in D.C. And interned for Senator Isaacson during that um, time. And I got that because of the Darlington alum, uh, Marie Hodge, now Gordon, <laughs> uh, fellow classmate. Um, I called her, or I reached out to her, I think on Facebook. And I was like, Hey, I just applied for an internship with your boss. Like, what do I need to know? And she goes, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, so yeah, I interned for him for six months and uh, his office um, connected me with Senator Inhofe's office where I eventually got a job after graduating and interning and I was with him for 10 and a half years. So it, um, and part of that kind of connection is Inhofe's office put me in touch with um, Chambliss's office, the other, or not Inhofe, I'm sorry, um, Isaacson's office put me in touch with Chambliss's office as to kind of do an informational interview and his chief of staff, um, you know, you could tell he was just kind of going through the motions of like talking to me and um and then all of a sudden he goes, where did you say you went to high school? And I said, Darlington in Rome, Georgia. And he goes, oh, oh my gosh, I know Darlington. I love Darlington. I don't know what his connection was, but it was all of a sudden he was sitting up straight. He was very more, much more engaged in the conversation. And he was like, I'm going to get you a job basically. <laughs> and, um, and he, he was like, you know, being from Georgia, we have a, stack of resumes you know foot high of former interns that want a job here um he goes if you don't care what office you work in i suggest you look across to you know west of the mississippi um give me five names tomorrow of offices you'd want to work for and i will get your resume on their on their desk and um senator Inhofe from oklahoma was one of those offices and they happened to be hiring at the time that he sent over my resume and the rest is history. I was with him for 10 and a half years and he's one of the best bosses I've ever had. And, um, when he retired, I was heartbroken, <laughs> but we're actually, I'm going to Tulsa tomorrow for the weekend, his birthday, his 89th birthday is tomorrow. And, um, all of us former staffers are throwing him a birthday party on Saturday. So a uh, awesome. big group of us are headed to Tulsa. <laughs> so. I love that. I love that your Darlington connection got you in the door with Isaacson and then someone recognizing Darlington as an institution and maybe yes. had friends that went here, um, got to your, your, uh, long-term job. So that's, that's yeah. pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And you've already mentioned you, uh, stay in touch with, um, Darlington friends and have used those connections. So I love that part. And that kind of rolls right into, um, you staying involved through the years you've been, um, 
as I mentioned before, um, a career day speaker on the Alumni Council, Dunn Leadership Darlington. Um, tell me a little bit about how that has um, come about and how you you um, have enjoyed those experiences. Hopefully you've enjoyed those experiences. <laughs> and, um, and what you would recommend to other uh, young alumni and um, other alums who maybe have never thought about giving some time back to Darlington. Yeah, um, it kind of came about by a chance encounter with another alumni. Um, you know, being working in a personal office, I was in Senator Enhoff's personal office at the time, and um, he, I was meeting with constituents from Oklahoma about some infrastructure issue. I can't remember exactly what. Um, I think we were about to do the highway bill, and Senator Enhoff was the chairman of the Environment and Public Works Committee. Um, and so I was meeting with a group of Oklahoma constituents and they always come in with a kind of government affairs person from the, um, overall, uh, group that they're with. And they always want to know first off, like, where in Oklahoma are you from? And I'm not always had to be like, oh, you know, I'm not from Oklahoma. Sorry. Uh, you know, and so somebody asked where I was from and I said, Georgia and the government affairs person perks up and. Uh, he's like, we're in Georgia. And I said, oh, just right outside of Atlanta, um, suburb of Atlanta. And he goes, which one? <laughs> and I said, Dunwoody. He goes, I'm, I'm from Dunwoody. <laughs> and I go, oh, he goes, did you go to Dunwoody High? I go, oh, no, I went to um, uh, private school. And he goes, which one? And I go, oh, I went up to Darlington and Rome, Georgia. And he goes, so did I. <laughs> and it was Whit Rimmer. Wow. And so I mean, he was a little bit behind me. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know if our time ever crossed, but I can't remember how far behind me he was. And y'all happened to have a reception at the Darlington house in Northwest DC two days later, or maybe the next week. And he said, you're coming. I'm making you come. I'm telling them. So, you brought the chorus up to sing and everything. Yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And that's when I met you. And so yes. he kind of drug me out because, I mean, Darling the Darlington House isn't exactly near Capitol Hill. And yeah. <laughs> um, after work, it's hard to get, you know, people to cross the city and traffic to go anywhere. So, but I made the trip and uh, met you and... Next thing I know, I'm coming to Career Day, and I'm coming <laughs> to uh, Alumni Council and doing Leadership Darlington, and it's just, it reconnected me with the school, and I've uh, been so happy to be reconnected with the school. Um, spending four years of your life somewhere, I, during, I was 14 when I came to Darlington, and 18 when I left, those are pretty formative years. And so um, it just reminded me of what a big part of my life that school, the school is. So um, I suggest anybody and everybody get involved however they can. Um, and I know I had to twist a few people's arms to come to our 20th and they thanked me for it afterwards. Um, they're like, yeah, I was a little like, not sure I wanted to do this, but I'm so glad I did. Thank you for making me come. <laughs> um, so yeah, I encourage anyone that wants to reconnect to, to reach out in any way. And I'm happy to talk to them about my experiences because it's been great. Good. Good. I love that. And I, um, 
I'm so excited you'd stay involved and you're going to do career day for us one more time. Um, and I guess that the warning there is beware when you come to those events who you strike up a conversation with because we're going to pull you in. <laughs> yes. It's been so much fun getting to know you and um, you sharing your story and sharing about your career with so many different um, students. I think, you know, you just never know how that is going to pan out. And, you know, 15 years from now, somebody could be doing a podcast and they'll say, well, I heard this, this woman, Jenny Wright talk in my, you know, career day. And that's what got me interested in, you know, a life of public service. So I think um, you just never know where those connections are going to take you. So we, we thank you for, for that. And um, if people are interested in talking to Jenny about her work and career and advice of working in, um, politics you can connect with her on connect at darlingtonschool.org and um, she'll be happy to we'll be happy to connect you with her and make that happen so jenny i can't thank you enough for joining us here today and connecting with the darlington community um and i look forward to seeing you at career day in january so i'm looking forward to it too and thank you for having me i'm always always happy to talk about darlington (laughs) (laughs) great great thank you so much Thank you. We're glad that you tuned in to this episode of the Darlington Podcast. Tune in each week wherever you like to listen to podcasts and don't forget to subscribe. You can check out today's show notes at www.darlingtonschool.org slash podcast. And if you have any questions about today's programs or ideas for future episodes, send an email to communications at darlingtonschool.org. The Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia, is a collaboration between the communication and advancement teams, and the intro music is alumni produced. See show notes and hear more episodes at www.darlingtonschool.org podcast.